Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on. Who, what, when, where, why Wasting time Looking for answers Going out my mind I wanted to see behind the scenes But now I'm letting go Cause the safest place that I could be Is in your great unknown I'm ready to chase if possible Walking away from what I know Today, 
We want to celebrate those birthdays for this weekend. Last week, we missed Reverend Trudy's birthday. And I want to tell Reverend Trudy, happy belated birthday. And we have some more news. We have our prayer list. I want you to pray for the Rao family for the death of uh, Parker. And um, I want you to pray for the Seal family. And we're going to pray for Ms. Barbara. Quinn and Sonia. We want to pray for Christina. We want to pray for uh who is this? Oh, oh, um Dennis. Oh, and um Benji. We'll pray for me and my husband. Let's pray for all those that are in need of prayer for today. Prayer for pray for the family of all those from violent attacks. You know, there's been a lot of killing in on this last week, and I want you to pray for the family of those people that, you know, that their hearts may be comforted. And um, let them know that, you know, God is faithful. We have come to celebrate the faithfulness of God, a covenant God, a merciful God, even to a thousand generations. His compassion fails not. He is eternal, forever. Come on, let the redeemed of the Lord say so.
your boy Mel Will with my main man, Franz Allen. I am so glad I got you to lean on. Got you to lean on.
Yes, I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see. While you shower down your blessings, your blessings on me. Not anything I've done, Lord, as far as I can see. Yes, I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see in me. Sometimes I think about the things you have done for me. How you washed away all my sins, set my spirit free. Then I look back on my life, I haven't always done right. Still your goodness and mercy follows me every day of my life. I believe I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see. While you shower down your blessings, your blessings on me. Not anything I've done, Lord, as far as I can see. Guess I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see in me. When I thought about giving up, you said trust in me. If you hold on and think now, keep your faith in me. Lord, you don't see me like I am. You see me like I'm gonna be. So I believe I'll run on, see what the end's gonna be. Hallelujah, I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see. Why you shower down your blessings, your blessings on me. Not anything I've done, Lord, as far as I can see. Guess I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see in me. Too close to the mirror to see what you see. While you shower down your blessings, your blessings on me. Not anything I've done, Lord, as far as I can see. Guess I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see in me. Hallelujah, too close to the mirror to see what you see. While you shower down your blessings, your blessings on me. Not anything I've done, Lord, as far as I can see. Guess I'm too close to the mirror. Too close to the mirror. Too close to the mirror to see what you see. To the mirror. Today's devotional for you is check out the man in the mirror. What does your reflection say about you spiritually and is it accurate? God can make it right. The scripture is coming from Matthew chapter 7 verses 3, 4, and actually 5 as well. 
It says, why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but you don't notice the lodge in your eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye and look, there's a log in your eye. Hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye so that you can see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Wow. So it's talking about prejudging others. Who is the man in the mirror? Who is the person in the mirror? That person in the mirror is you, it's me, it's us. Mirrors are a reflection of an image. And when you look in the mirror, who's looking back at you? When you look at your own reflection or when I look at mine in the mirror, I see a reflection, but that's not truly, truly who you are. Think about it. That's just the house you live in. The real you lives inside. That's only a cover provided to you by God for the real you. Your journey for your journey here on earth. That's kind of your earth suit. So while you're here, it's how others identify you and how you're able to be recognized initially and to be identified. But that's not the real spiritually. Why do we get frustrated sometimes when people misread us? Well, they criticize us what I, what they don't know, only visually what they see. They assume what they see is all there is, and they forget we have feelings and we all have faults, definitely, because all of us, each and every one of us, the Bible says, falls short. It says in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Furthermore, they're critical of us without even dealing with their own faults first. The word says here, it says, your eye, and look, there's a log in your own eye. It says, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye doesn't mean that you can't give someone a, a word of knowledge or speak to them, but it's saying deal with your issues first. Sometimes we always want to point the finger. We always want to deal with um, rashly and harshly with someone when we have to realize that we all have issues because the word of God says that. Furthermore, um, you're critical of us without dealing with your own faults first. In the Bible, in the Word, it says each of us needs to examine ourselves. So that means we have to be honest with ourselves day by day, moment by moment, year by year. We all have work to do. No one's arrived. It says in 1 Corinthians 11:28, and let a man examine himself. We have to examine ourselves daily. We have to look in our own mirror at our own spiritual reflection and see if we measure up first. If you're a saint, you do remain on the potter's will throughout your life, and God will call, and God will one day call you home where he will perfect you totally. But Jesus Christ went to the cross for all of us to give us a better life. 
and that's because God loves us. He loves you. He loves me. So we need to deal with our own mess first, around your own back door, or you try to sweep around mine. And that's really a good rule of thumb. We need to handle our own business, our own issues first and foremost, and let God do the correcting so that our reflection, so that our image that we see, our reflection is an accurate reflection of who we are in Christ, who God made us to be, who he wants us to be. Let's deal with our own mess. God has the authority and the sovereignty to make a difference in each and every one of our lives, mine, yours, ours. It's okay to tell the truth in love when your opinion is requested, but work on you first and foremost and always. Does your spiritual reflection say, I'm selfish, I'm superficial, hard to get along with? I met people like that, busybody. Get it together. Ask God to put you in check first. It says in the word, in Philippians 2.12, the word tells us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Our own. That's what it says, our own salvation with fear and trembling. So before we're able to help someone else out, we need to ask God to help us out so that that reflection that we reflect to the world is clear and that we're not just being a hypocrite. Give them your hand and ask them to pull you out of your own mess so that you can help someone else. And talk to him truly and honestly about your own issues because the Bible says we all have issues. It says for us to guard our hearts in Philippians. With, excuse me, it tells us to guard our hearts in Proverbs with all diligence. Out of it flow the issues of life. That means we all have issues. We all have things that aren't right about us, but for God. Do you lack compassion? Do you talk too much? Just say things to hurt others without even a thought about what you say or how you say it or who's listening or watching as you verbally assault someone else with your mouth? You may have a critical spirit that needs help. You need to look in the mirror of God's grace. Give, a, give you a chance give you to God. Let Christ set you free and don't be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. When you look into the mirror of truth, are you honest with yourself first? Spirit show the fruits of the spirit. The Bible says the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, against such there is no law. Find hope, help, and joy through Christ Jesus He offers us a hand up. That's what Christ died for because he knew when we would point one finger, as the old saying goes, there are always, when we point one finger, there's always three pointing back at us, always. So let's start thanking him that Christ loved us and died for us. Are you willing to accept his love today for yourself and showing that love to others? Then you will have a true and accurate reflection of Christ in your life. And then you'll be able to share the love of God with others authentically and not just pointing fingers. We all sometimes get in that mode where we want to point fingers, all of us. It's not all about us. It's all about him. So let's fulfill the royal law, which tells us in James 2.8, 
It says to love your neighbor as yourself. Let's remember that love hides a multitude of sins. So let's stop pointing fingers at one another and begin to look in the person in the mirror through God's eyes of love. And let's ask God to make it right, to make us right, to make us accountable, to not make us to be hypocrites thinking we're better than anybody else. Father, God knows, but for his grace, he's perfection. We aren't. So try to develop an attitude of grace with others. Personally develop a relationship with Jesus Christ. After all, he died on the cross for our sins to set us free. Salvation does begin with you and me, and it changes us. It doesn't leave us the same. It does not mean we'll never have any problems. It doesn't mean we'll never have any issues when we accept Christ. But it means that we look to Jesus and let him change us little by little like only he can. Like only he can. And then he'll allow us to reflect the genuine love of Christ first. And he'll help us through. We need to remember it all starts with him and with you. So you need to let your spiritual reflection be spot on. It needs to be one of love and joy and kindness. And remember, therefore, the grace of God, there go I. There go I, there go you, there go us, there go we. But for the grace of God. So when we point the one finger, remember, three are pointing back at you, no matter who you are. And just allow God's grace to be the just be the recipient of God's grace and allow it to be your mirror change in life. I want to read you a poem. It's called The Critic's Corner. Your negative, willful words cast doubt on unsuspecting victims and wounded soldiers, making life light of another's pain, laughing in the face of their challenges, in the face of their adversities. Fault-finding, looking deeply into the lives of others while simultaneously forgetting momentarily perhaps who you are, but for God. And how close are you to being a casualty of this world system? For war is truly hell. I urge you to grasp onto the reins of eternal life. Remember quickly your lack of perfection, or indeed you are simply a sinner saved by grace. Look into his mirror, seeing your own face, distorted, wretched, torn, miserable, and broken in spirit with deliberation, criticizing the pain of others, removing the spotlight from your own atrocities while regurgitating tasteless tidbits of garbage, trash talking about your brother, your sister, your fellow man. So critical that they turned left instead of right. You're not their judge that they stood still instead of sitting down. Still, your way is not the perfect way. For only one walked on water, and his name is Jesus. He alone has already ascended to glory and sits in the throne room of God on the right hand of our Father in heaven, always ready to forgive, meeting you where you live, loving you always, unconditionally and with compassion, and empathy while drawing you ever closer to his side. 
be sure to make sure and take the speck, the log, excuse me, take the log out of your own eye. This goes for me to take the log out of my own eye before I go to remove the speck out of anyone else's. By God's grace, there go I. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ today as your Lord and personal Savior and developed a personal relationship with him, I pray that you do that. Not with the church, not with the preacher, not with the teacher, but develop that personal intimate relationship with God and let him show you off for his grace and mercy. It endures forever. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word. May you give your grace and strength. And, Father God, may you show us mercy when we sometimes don't show mercy to others. Please forgive us and help us. Help us not to lean on our own understanding, but to acknowledge you in all our ways. And help us to let you direct our path. And help us to keep our fingers to ourselves. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Oh, yeah. Lord, I thank you for forgiving me over and over again. Yeah. I'm calling on you, Heavenly Father. I'm down on my knees. Say, call on you, no matter the hour. Up, done lost my house, done lost my job Why walking out? These church folks say they my friends But I'm all they talk about I've been doing wrong, I'm so sorry Lord, please forgive me We confess to Him He'll remove all wickedness The blood from Your Son will wash me
the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers, they shall not overflood. When they walk through the fire, there shall not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Isaiah 43 and 2. Feels like church. Pray through the night. Pray through the night. Come on, let's go out and take another day to bury the light. Bury the light. Living someone, wrapped in the dreams, living a life. Hallelujah. Living with anything but that. Come on. Living with the pain, all the struggle, all the fight. Yes, sir. Too many times, too many jobs, too many days, too many nights. Trusting who's working, working their hardest. Humble assignment, feeling impartial. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop you. Living in kinship, it will not prosper. It won't prosper. Healing, you can find healing. Healing. Uncle. 
for a moment. How about a delegation? Amen. All right. Here we go. I want to tell you a story about the Bible days when the subject of God was being raised. It's about three men from the Old Testament who were Hebrew children that the Almighty sent. And their names were... Then we not 
worry about the drums right now. Come on. One thing you know how to do is you know how to get into the presence of love. And I need you to come around here and check it in. Hey!